Hey, 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 it's Ty, the Family Made Mom, coming to you after taking a small little break here. Wanted to finish up on Building a Strong Family Part 2 right before we uh, take a pause for Season 2 to come up. We got a lot of awesome things coming, but we left off on Building Strong Family looking at where we came from as parents, you know, what our foundation was built on ourselves in order to help build that foundation for our children. When we look at building a strong family, we look at the love, we look at the peace we want to have, we look at the character, we look at the integrity, we look at how we want to build our family unit. When we think about love, how is it that we display love? How we were shown love as children may not be the exact display that we want to use as we uh, rear our own children. I know for uh, myself, um, I was a big yeller. So when it came time to actually inputting, instilling rather, the need for love and how you show love, I had to digress on the yelling and begin using methods that my children could relate to. Our yelling doesn't show that we love them. Our yelling shows the opposite. But when we use our calm, peaceful voices and we relay information that they actually need in ways that they can understand it, Love is shown in so many different ways. It's shown in our tone. It's shown in our face. It's shown in our actions and what we do. You know, if I set my child down and I tell them in love and they're looking in my eyes and I ask them, look at my eyes, listen to my voice. Is this the type of voice that says I hate you? Are these the eyes that say I can't stand you? Absolutely not. You know, just kind of reminding our children of those foundations. Um, we talk about um, character and integrity. I, I tap danced a little bit on that in building a strong family, part one, uh, building a strong foundation, rather, part one. And when we look at the character and integrity of a person, that is so lacking in this generation because it has become an entitled generation. They're entitled to their opinion. They're entitled to our monies. They're entitled to have whatever they want, whenever they want. And they don't want anything, anyone to say anything about it. Of course, there are the few. I know there are parents that will say, no, my Bobby and my Jenny isn't like that. Awesome. However, there's a lot that are. And, um, uh, when we look at that character and integrity and stressing the importance of having character and integrity, and I'll add in there, respect is so important. Uh, character, what I like to tell our children is character is who you are when no one's looking. When no one's looking, you'll show your true self. Your true self will unfold. If you can't be your true self when you are out in public, you might need to change your environment, who you're around. You should always be able to be yourself. You should always feel comfortable in being who you are. As parents, it is our job to make our children understand that. They have to know that it's okay to be them, that they don't need to be a duplicate. And that it is awesome that they can never be duplicated. People can always try to, but they will never be able to duplicate an original. They just can't. You know, you can try to clone it, but you'll never be that person. You can assimilate their ways, but you'll never be able to think like them. You never have the exact same things that they have built on the inside of them. God programmed them special. Um, that's something that I tell my children. It's a beautiful thing that nobody can beat you at being you. Also, when we look at integrity, integrity is so important. It seems like people don't even uh, care about it. <laughs> 
when you look at like social media and things like that. But the integrity of a person, you know, what you're able to, um, how you're able to hold up and <laughs> your standards, you know, what kind of standards do you have? Are you able to be honest? Are you able to be someone who's trustworthy? If you can't be that, what do you got? No one can trust you. Uh, the Bible says it best. It says a good name is better to be chosen. than riches, mm -hmm. forget about the riches, forget about all the other stuffs. You want a good name. You want somebody to look at you and say, man, I, I, I tell you that guy right there, he, he's a straight shooter. That girl right there, she's a straight shooter. You know, it doesn't get any better than that. So we definitely teach our children about the importance of character, who you are, the real you and your integrity, your standards, your ability to be trustworthy, responsible, accountable. Can I hold you accountable to your actions? You know, or are you ever changing? Do you change with the wind and, you know, Nobody knows who you are from day to day because one day, you know, you're this, you're a chameleon, basically. You're a walking, talking chameleon. You have nothing to stand on. Your foundation alone is shaky because you won't even take the time to understand who you are. Instill that in your children. That's part of building a strong foundation, having a family that has true character and integrity. It goes far adding into that respect. Respect is so powerful. Um, I was attempting to find uh, the definition of respect that I had broke down for my children a while back um, and was unable to find it. Um, but when you you look at respect and you look at its. Um, I look at respect as. My ability to care, not just for for you, but for me, my ability to take into consideration who I am, how important I am, and then how important someone else is. You know, how am I someone to be admired? I respect you because you're someone to be admired. Do I respect myself? Do I deem myself someone to be admired? Not in a prideful, nasty, uh, haughty way. But just in a, do I deem myself someone that someone else will look at and say, she's really a nice person. I really try to be that person. I don't want you to look and be like, look at me and say, oh, she's unapproachable. Oh, she's mean. Ooh, her attitude stinks. Now I don't mind if you say she don't play. Now I don't mind that part. But I definitely want you to say she's funny. She's silly. She loves to have fun because that's me. She'll give you the shirt off your back because that's me. But I don't play, uh, you know, so I definitely teach our children that and along with my husband, he does as well. Um, and he also teaches the ability to have self-control. I would definitely applaud my husband and say, I've never met a man who has uh, humility or strength under control the way that he does. He is such a humble, calm, peaceful person. I will definitely say that um, I'm pretty hype. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty hype. <laughs> and he's super calm. So he brings that to the table whenever he walks in the house. 
you know, um, no matter what chaos may be going on, when he comes in, he's like the Superman of peace. He just brings the peace of God in and it, the, it just, it's amazing. You know, I can be having a no good, terrible, horrible day. And he comes in and he literally, you know, he brings his peace and I'm, I'm grateful for that. I know, um, you know, sometimes because of his work schedule, I don't get that because he works late or he may be traveling or whatever. Um, and I know a lot of moms can relate to that. You know, a lot of times we're building this strong foundation on our own. That's the reason why I inserted that not to do a big brag up. Um, but I do like to brag on my husband cause he's amazing. But to be honest, whether you're married, whether you're single, even though being married has its great advantages and I'm grateful for my marriage, I will definitely say that I'm not always doing it as a team, you know, behind the scenes, the team is there. Absolutely. But a lot of times my husband is outside of the home. So it's the mom who's handling most of the work, you know, and I'm greatly appreciated for it. So it's not a grunt fest. It's just the truth. A lot of times us moms are handling on our own and we're trying to build this strong foundation. And sometimes we want that extra to come along. And, um, you know, sometimes we want the extra support. And my prayer is that you get that. Sometimes you want that, um, you know, that extra mentor. <laughs> sometimes you need that mentor, somebody to come alongside and second the words that you are speaking into your child. I would definitely say that we have not left that village mentality, but even within the villages that we allow um, to help, we definitely make sure that they have the same strong foundation within their home. I don't care if it's a single parent. Uh, my daughter, she has uh, some single parent uh, friends and when she goes over there, they don't hesitate to Second, the words that we're saying, the showing respect, the loving one another and the making sure that, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to do, being a person of character and integrity. Don't let your character slip because you're tempted by this or tempted by that. You know, making sure that you have that. It's OK if your foundation is not just you and your spouse or you and your um, children's father. That's excuse me. Definitely OK. Just make sure that it's all built on a strong foundation because you don't want anyone tearing at the foundation that you have been, you know, working, sweating by your brow <laughs> to get built. You just don't want that. You want to make sure that everything that you're building, especially in this day and age where it seems like everybody is trying to tell us something different while you are trying to instill this and that in your child. Everyone else is trying to say something different or put their little two cents in it. Mm -mm. We don't allow it in our home. We definitely allow our children to express themselves, to uh, provide us the root of the conversation. And then we put in our two cents and we back it up by truth and we back it up by this is how it actually is. Now, can you force your child to believe what you're saying or can you force them to adhere to that strong foundation? No. But I definitely believe that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. I definitely believe that when I hit my face and I talk to the Lord and I say, God, I'm bringing your child back to you because you lent them to me. I definitely believe that God honors that. And he even though he doesn't override our will, I look at me. I was a horrible, 
horrible kid. You know, I had my good points. I was actually a um, very intelligent student. Um, got my A's and B's without trying. But the things that I put my parents through were unnecessary. And it was all because I had an inside struggle that I didn't want to address. I wanted everybody to pay the price for what I could not control, what I could not handle. So I definitely, definitely understand those children that go far south. One thing I will definitely say is I had a praying mama and I definitely had a praying grandmama or two or three. And God strategically put friends around me who love God. I mean, they loved God. Love, 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 love God. And to this day, to this very second, they still love God. And those people were instrumental in keeping me at the foot of the cross, keeping me at um, a place where I was a person of character integrity. Of course, there were some areas where I slipped in, some areas that I'm like, yikes and spikes, God, I did not honor you in that area. Um, but I thank God that I don't look like what I've been through. And I think a lot of us moms can say that we don't look like what we've been through. And I definitely applaud you for your efforts, especially you mothers who are doing it on your own. I, the strength of a single mother is amazing. Now, uh, mothers who are married, I take nothing from you. I definitely say that it's, uh, being a mother is a choice. We choose to have our children and we choose to bring the beauty of life to fruition and fruition and allow God to shape, make and mold these babies. And it's beautiful. It's a blessing. Uh, being a single mother um, is not always a choice. Sometimes we go in there with those expectations that the uh, father is going to be there and that doesn't happen. Um, your strength is amazing. I've, 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 some of my best friends have been single parents and just the strength, the determination, the commitment. The budgets that you create, the I mean, uh, one of my uh, sister friends, she was a single mom. She uh, bought her own house, got her own car, uh, got her um, nursing degree, started two businesses. And she's just super amazing to me. And I, I tell her this all the time, but surround yourself with people who are like you or are like where you want to be. Don't surround yourself with people who aren't going anywhere, because guess what? You're not going to go further than them, especially when you don't have strength to get further. But continuously build a circle and pray that your children build a circle of strong people. People who are going somewhere, people that have the mind to get somewhere. People that have the mind to do right. People that have determination that they're, you know, that they want to be somebody and want to go somewhere. Make that your prayer and watch God honor it. Watch God honor it. I tell you, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. The effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous <laughs> availeth much. I'm one person who um, I definitely believe in being like the widow and the unjust judge. I will go to my father a few times, but. For the most part, I know that when I pray, he hears me and he moves for me. And that alone, that, that, whew, that blessed me.
it, it, whew, it blesses, it blesses, it blesses, and it blesses me again. So remember, when you're building that strong, strong foundation, that's definitely what you want to put in there. Along with that, we talked about family, the importance of family. Um, when it comes down to it, I believe in the end, we'll see that family is all we have. Building a strong family unit is so important. Along the way, I have definitely accumulated friends who are more like family to me sometimes than your own family. You know, you got cousins, aunts, uncles, and everything. But sometimes it's those friends who stick closer than a brother, you know, or closer than a sister or, you know, closer than an auntie or uncle or whatever. Um, I remember my nanny, she was just like my grandmother who passed. And she, um, the love that she gave, and how it was almost like God passed a torch from my grandmother to my nanny. And uh, it was so beautiful. Like she just came in and she said, God told me to come to you. And I just was like, really? Because I needed God to tell you that because I, I need you in my life. And that's who she was. She was. She was a woman who taught me. She taught me how to hold myself together. She taught me how to not blame the world for things how to take responsibility. She taught me so much. You know, my parents, they taught me one thing, but again, we're talking about that village and the family ethic. For some of, for some of us, our grandmothers still hold together the family. Our children still go over grandmother's house and maybe grandma watches them and, you know, she's instilling that pattern. Family is a major, major portion of a child's life. Your family unit shapes your child. How strong are they within their family unit? How much, um, how much respect do they have for the family? When a child has respect for the family, their parents, and um, they're less likely to go about doing things that would dishonor the family. They'll think about it like, I don't want to upset my parents. I don't want to, I did a lot of things and I would try to sneak and do them because I did not want to dishonor my parents. Now, when I got caught, I was like, shooky dooky quack quack, daggone it. I've got to go back and I've got to face my parents. And, you know, that talk that they would give me was like 10 belts. You know, my parents weren't the whoopee whoopee kind. Um, every now and again, I guess, but I don't remember a lot. I can remember about five, maybe, if that. But those talks were like uh, acupuncture needles times three. You know, it was like those bigger needles that were actually piercing. And I felt like they were specifically piercing my ears and skull. Like, don't do it again. You do not want to sit through another 20 minute talk. And most of the time my dad would just be sitting there, but my mom would be saying everything and it would make me want to laugh. But I knew if I laughed, she would just go in deeper and my dad would be sitting there like, hurry this talk up. And uh, lo and behold, my husband does the same thing. He'll be like, we need to have a talk with the family. Well, guess who ends up doing all the talking? So now the kids are looking at me like, oh my gosh, mom, what do you have to say? And it's, it's just, a, it's hilarious. But uh, in the end, we'll all laugh it out. We'll come to an agreement uh, until the next time. And um, it's a blessed thing to have that family unit, to have it where 
you can talk to each other. You can share. I always tell my children, you can share anything. And sometimes I'll start out sharing some of, you know, my things that I wasn't so proud of. Just to let them know that you're not talking to someone who did everything right. You're talking to someone who made mistakes. And in those mistakes, the reason that I'm able to share is because I'm healed from them. I'm healed from the hurts. I'm healed from the scars. And, you know, in areas where God is still working on me, I'm able to share those and let's heal together. You know, let me share with you what God is doing with me to help me in that healing process so that you can you get you know, you can get the healing that you need as well. Or let's pray or let's fast on it, you know. So we definitely build that unit there. Definitely. uh, My husband definitely builds the importance of exercise and keeping up with your body, keeping your body together. And then I'm the one that talks about healthy eating. You know, I may be slightly thicker than a snicker right now, but I um, definitely eat healthy. Um, occasionally I do indulge in a snicker or two, uh, hence my little thicker than a snicker. Uh, but for the most part, we're a pretty healthy family and that's how we have built a strong family foundation, a strong foundation within our family unit. And I encourage you to do the same thing right now. Um, a lot of us are going virtual. A lot of us are solely virtual, which is awesome. We get a chance to learn each other. We get a chance to do over. That's what I look at this like. This is a chance to do over. You can either uh, have a carpe diem kind of year where you're consistently seizing the day. You're taking hold of the day and you're saying, I'm not going to lose another second, another time of building my family, my family unit. Or you're allowing time to slip away from you and you're losing precious ground that you will later look back on and say, I wish, I wish I would have, could have, should have. Take the time to love on your family. If you can take the time to love on yourself and your friends and do you, definitely take time to love on those little people that God gave you. There's somebody wishing that they had a child. And God has blessed you with one, two, three, four, five, maybe six, seven, eight, nine, or ten, or even more. Take your time to love on them. I guarantee you, when you take the time to love on them, you will reap the benefits. I am still blessed by the fact that my kids will run and jump on me and love on me. It blesses me beyond measure to know that our house is that house where uh, kids like to come and they like to hang out with us. And, you know, they love going to the gym with my husband or they love doing silly, fun stuff with with me. Like we'll do water fights or, you know, go out driving and, you know, just little things. But we're that house. I love that when I call movie night, my three youngest still run and jump on the bed and, you know, all of them are piled up on me, even if I fall asleep. I love that. It means that I'm doing something right. And no, my family unit may not look like yours. My kids may not look like yours and I don't want them to. Sorry, I don't. I want them to be their own significant people because they have their own significant plan. Just like yours do. And we're not trying to mimic yours. But I want you to build your own strong family unit and enjoy who God gave you. Because moms, there is a masterpiece on the inside of you. You are master nurturers, master builders. And I encourage you to find out what what blueprint God has given you for your family. So when you see it and you run with that thing, oh my God, the little princes and princesses that will become kings and queens will come back and bless you. Just like some of them are right now. Mommy, thank you for this. Or mommy, thank you for that. 
Thank you so much for being the awesome mom that you are. Let's kick it up a notch. Let's go in a little bit deeper. All right. Have a blessed day. And if you haven't already, go back and listen to Building a Strong Foundation Part 1. This has been Ty, the Family May Mom. Have a blessed day.